Welcome to the Your Soul is Calling podcast. I'm your host, Jade Sito, mindset and life coach, energy worker, and manifestation expert. And this podcast is really my opportunity to just say it how it fucking is. So let's be unapologetic and stepping into our fullest potential. And let's be real. We all want to create a shitload of abundance and fulfillment in this life. I want this show to connect you with your soul. This is for the multi-dimensional woman, or maybe just the spiritually curious woman who is ready to go all in on life, business, and big, big dreams. So let's stop playing small and awaken together so we can be free and get really real. If you're ready for expansion, big shifts and evolution to unlock your gifts and speak your truth to live your best life ever, then you have come to the right place. So let's get real, let's get raw and start fucking listening because babes, your soul is calling. Hello, and before we get into this week's episode, I just want to take a moment to talk about my 12-week Soul Shift program. We start on March the 1st, and I'm open, or we're taking applications and registrations now. So if this is something that you might be interested in, you can find all the links in the show notes to apply. And this is for you, really, if you feel like you are somebody who speaks negatively to yourself or you have repeated habits or patterns of sabotage, whether it's new relationships, new projects or new routines, whatever it is that you're calling into your life, or maybe you just feel like you're not where you want to be yet. If maybe you're feeling a little bit trapped or stuck in your current situation, maybe you don't like your job or any circumstances or a relationship and you feel like you want to see a way out, but you just need to get out of your own way. And maybe, you know, maybe that's for different reasons why you can't. Maybe you're comparing yourself to others or you're not quite sure what it is that you want to do. You need more clarity or a way to live in alignment. Maybe you get overwhelmed quite easily or find that you resort to distraction techniques such as procrastination or perfectionism, or maybe you just struggle with motivation and willpower. So this is for you if you feel like you are trying to control the different outcomes of situations in your life because of fears, fears of uncertainty, not knowing what's going to happen, maybe the fear of failure or fear of judgment, wondering what other people might have to say about you and you know that it's holding you back and limiting you. If you feel like you have more to offer the world than you currently are, and you have a lot of limiting and negative habits, then this is going to be the perfect program for you to remove all that mental fear and limitation so you can create more freedom, so you can create more abundance, more harmony, or more fulfillment, peace, maybe inner trust, trusting yourself might be an issue, wondering if you've made the right decision or wondering if you're going to regret decisions that you've made. If you want more contentment, you want to experience unconditional self-love and worth so you can believe that you're worthy exactly as you are without fear, then this is going to help you to tap in to the real and authentic you beneath it all, beneath the surface. If you're ready to start becoming more powerful, more successful and start embodying 
a higher version of you because you have that deep inner urge to uncover and reveal your true power that you know is inside there somewhere, or you're ready to just smash through whatever is blocking you or standing in your way, whether it's a mental or energetic level, then this is going to be the perfect program for you. Maybe you felt like you've been ready for this before now and you've just been waiting for the right time. So if that is you, then the time is now because there is never a better time than now to take control of your life with both hands because ultimately you are in charge of how you want to feel every day. You are in control of what reality you choose to create for yourself. And I use the word choose because it really does come down to a choice. We can allow our limiting stories, you know, the stories that we tell ourselves to stop us from taking action on a daily basis, or we can choose to overcome them. Our sole purpose is very, very simple. But what happens is we complicate things by searching outside ourselves for the answers that are inside. And we end up looking to the external for answers. But your soul is simply waiting for you to give it to the command. So what we need to do is learn what is holding us back so we can start to shift it. On this program, you're going to learn to know exactly what it is that you want, but also how to get it. So you can ditch people-pleasing, approval-seeking behavior and limiting negative behavior for good. So you can start living a life for you. And this is going to give you so much freedom, so much liberation and independence, because you're not going to have to feel like you are not good enough or you're not doing enough. Often our unconscious patterns and fears are what are holding us back. So once we really start to get to the bottom of it, we start to open ourselves to more opportunity without feeling overwhelmed with the change or the fear of not knowing what's going to happen, the uncertainty. You know, a lot of the time, the mental fear is what's holding us back from taking action. Once we let go of attachments that are keeping us trapped, that constantly leave us feeling disappointed, we can allow ourselves to feel empowered by everything that happens to us. And we can really start to feel like the universe always has our back. And that is going to help us manifest with so much surrender, ease and flow. Once we make better choices with confidence. So if you're feeling that you lack confidence or, you know, you need to cultivate more self-belief, then this is going to be the perfect 12-week program for you. It's 12 weeks of energy work, soul wound healing, mindset work. So you can really set goals and intentions that are aligned with what it is that you truly want instead of conforming to what you think or believe is expected of you. Our self-sabotage and procrastinating ways can really limit us and take control of our life. And often our emotions control us instead of us having control. So if you're someone who really struggles to see your plans through, or you know, you just want to cultivate some more inner peace and live stress-free by creating more freedom in your life, then join me for 12 weeks of the Soul Shift program. We start on March the 1st, and I can't wait for this round. So if you're ready to join me, take a look, take a link in the show notes. I'm going to put a link for you to apply in the show notes. I have payment options available as well, and I can't wait to hopefully see you in the program for the next round. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Your Soul is Calling podcast. Now today I want to talk about something because this has come up um, quite a lot for me and in the past I've really noticed that I've been blocking myself when it comes to manifestation, when it comes to creating the life that I want to live, when it comes to attracting my desires towards me, when it comes to actually creating anything positive in my life. Um, 
I just really have struggled with this one thing because in life we all have had um, people that have hurt us and we've all had things that have happened to us and we've all experienced um, suffering, pain, heartache, um, heartbreak, you know, all those kind of negative emotions that we feel. However, it's really important that we understand that we can improve our life with forgiveness. We can improve our manifestations. We can improve our relationships. We can improve any physical situations that are happening in our life through the power of forgiveness and through the practice of forgiveness. And I know it's hard. Sometimes we find it really hard to forgive. And I get a lot of questions a lot of the time about how to let go of people that have wronged us, how to let go of people that have hurt us, how to move on from situations that have had us stuck in the past. And that is why we find it so hard. Now, The thing is, when we're trying to create change in our life and we're trying to change habits and transformation and change behaviors and thought processes and patterns, sometimes we get attached to our negative stories and we get attached to our suffering and it makes it really hard to move on because then we start to take the identity of somebody who suffered and we get to the point where we don't really want to move on. And that's why we sometimes find it really hard to create long lasting change in our lives. But We can be reminded of things that have happened in the past or people that have wronged us in the past just by going somewhere and just by seeing something that sometimes reminds us of how we felt or what happened to us. You know, we might go to a certain place where we've been with our ex-boyfriend. We might see a certain person um, who's wronged you pop up on your newsfeed on social media. There's many ways that we can bump into people that have hurt us in the past and emotions, emotions can run higher. We might feel sadness, we might feel anger, you might feel resentment or bitterness, but it's really important that you remember that these are low vibrational feelings and more importantly, these are low vibrational and dense energies and these dense energies are only going to attract more negative situations in our life. So it can become painful to even think about the things that have happened to us in our past. It can be painful to talk about the things that have happened to us in our past and we can tell ourselves a story about how it will get better over time or it might just go away or it simply just doesn't matter and you're not bothered I used to tell myself I wasn't bothered all the time and I was over it but the truth is that that energy does stay with us and we can fall into a trap of replaying these circumstances over and over again in our minds literally driving ourselves mental with what is going on inside our head So it's really important that we understand that we are literally blocking ourselves by holding on to that energy. By holding on to that energy, we are repelling our desires. And by holding on to that energy, we become a vibrational match for low negative situations, for low negative circumstances. We become a vibrational match for that particular vibration and energy. And if we really want to be free, we've got to let go of the bullshit. And that includes forgiving others and more importantly, forgiving ourselves. Now, what I mean when I say forgiving ourselves, you know, forgiving others is really obvious, okay? Someone's hurt you, you forgive them. But forgiving ourselves actually holds a much deeper meaning because it means having no regrets. Because one of the biggest rules in manifestation is forgiving ourselves for past mistakes and making that peace with not only ourselves, but with the universe. Our heart 
can only hold so much. Your energy field can only hold so much. There is only so much space in our system. And that is why emptying the mind and the heart through meditation is such a powerful practice. This is why yoga is so powerful when it comes to creating space within the body. So energy can flow, you know, we open, we stretch, we we create space within the body. On the deep breath in, we create space as we inhale, we take that space into our lungs, into our rib cage, into our diaphragm. And on the exhale, we elongate our muscles, we lengthen, and that is creating space within the body. So energy can flow. And alignment is so important because there's another word that here that gets thrown around all the time, and that's alignment. It gets thrown around a lot. So does flow. They're both words that get thrown around a lot in the community, you know. But, you know, alignment is really being aligned with what you want. Are your actions, are your words, are your thought processes, are your habits and behaviors aligned with your soul and with your heart? Are they aligned with what you actually desire? And that's important, right? But without resistance, things can flow. Without obstacles, without all this tension and all this energy blocking up our system, we are able to flow. And when energy flows, it makes it easier. It can makes it easier to be successful when it comes from getting from point A to point B to point B. And it allows us to do that quicker, but not only quicker, but with the least resistance, if things can simply just flow. And you can feel it when you're in flow. You know when you're in flow, right? You feel good. Everything feels effortless. Everything feels easy. Everything feels like it's supposed to be because you're aligned and you're in flow. And life is full of ebbs and flows. Yes. Okay. We experience ebbs and flows. We're not going to feel fucking amazing all the time. You know, you're not going to get up and be on your your 100% top form all the time because that would be fake positivity and it's okay to feel shit sometimes you know it's okay to feel hurt it's okay to feel sad because we want to express our emotions in a healthy way but when we're holding on to junk when we're holding on to shit there isn't much space for positivity there isn't much space for abundance and we are In essence, we are neglecting or denying ourselves of the option to feel or the opportunity to feel that amazing positivity and abundance that we are all entitled to, that is your birthright for you to experience and for you to have. So by vibrating on that vibe of resentment, by vibrating on that vibe of bitterness and anger, we become that vibrational match. It's a bit of a mouthful. We become a vibrational match for that. And that just attracts more shit into our lives, more things that you don't want. And this is why subconscious work is so powerful. Yes, energy work is powerful to remove the blocks, but subconscious mindset work is so powerful because we also manifest from the subconscious mind. Therefore, if we don't reframe the subconscious mind to have more empowering and positive views and beliefs, we are only going going to manifest more negative situations into our life. And that is not going to create a fulfilled, happy or wonderful, dreamy life that I know we all want, whether or not we admit it to ourselves, you know, it's okay to want that. It's okay to want luxury. It's okay to want nice things. It's okay to want to be loved. I mean, it's okay to want to be held, to want to be comforted, to have somebody to support you. Whatever your desires are, They are there because they are meant for you and you are entitled to feel them. You're entitled to want them. So I know it's hard. I know it's hard when it comes to forgiving people that have done you over, forgiving people that have fucked you over, forgiving people that have hurt you, that have taken you for granted, that have taken the piss, you know. It is hard. 
I know because I had this for a really long time. I've had a lot to forgive. And I've noticed since I've actually started to make forgiveness an actual practice into my life, just like you would your yoga practice, just like you would your meditation practice, your journaling practice, all these things that become a practice, you know, the big transformation doesn't come from the big, big things. Yeah, we make big shifts, but the big, big changes in our life never come from those big things. It's the compound effect. It's the buildup of all the little daily practices that we implement into our life, whether it's not reaching for your phone first thing in the morning, whether it's starting with a journaling practice or starting your day with a gratitude practice, whether it's moving in your body with yoga or fitness or maybe ceremony, whatever it is that works for you. It's these practices that we put in our lives, in our everyday lives that we put into into place that really create the big quantum leaps and leaps and the big transformation you know it's these little tiny things that build up over time that make big transformation so I know it's hard but forgiveness is a practice and for a long time I actually used to tell myself that I was forgiving people but deep down I knew I wasn't there's little telltale signs like I'm not a bitchy or horrible person, but you know, people that have hurt me, if I'd heard that, you know, life wasn't going so well for them, there was a little bitch or this little kind of thing inside me that would be like, hmm, like, you know, and that's a sign that you've not forgiven someone. And you might push that feeling down or that envy down or that kind of, you know, that bitter, nasty emotion that we have when we've been wrong down. But it is still there. So check yourself and check your reactions when you find out about people that have wronged you in the past. Do you feel happy for them that they've moved on with their life? Or do you feel a little bit of resentment still? Because I felt so much resentment for people that had hurt me. And that was a sign to me that I was not fully forgiving people. Because like I said, forgiveness is a practice and it's hard. So here are some points to remember when it comes to forgiveness. Okay, and point number one is, it doesn't mean that they didn't do anything wrong to you. It does not mean that that what they did was not wrong. We can still understand that what they did was wrong, but at the same time, not hold on to that energy. We can understand that what they did was not wrong, was wrong, should I say, was definitely wrong, but we can still move on. Get on with what's important and choose to focus on the positive in our life instead of choosing to focus on what they've done to you. Now, that is not the same as toxic positivity. That is not the same as toxic positivity because toxic positivity is pretending that everything is okay when it's not and repressing your emotions. Your feelings and your emotions are valid. I want to make that point. That's a really important point. You are allowed or you should express and feel those emotions that you are feeling. But guys, emotions are just energy moving through your body. So that means moving past that and rising above it with a higher awareness and a higher understanding of what situation happened to you. Allow yourself to feel what needs to be felt, but make sure that you let those emotions move through you because energy moves and emotions are energy and it has nothing to do with them and everything to do with you. Not freeing them, but freeing yourself freeing yourself from that energy, freeing yourself from that situation and freeing yourself from that repetitive cycle that you can get trapped in if you hold on to that energy of resentment or bitterness or anger. People have to deal with what they did. 
people have to live with what they did to you and they have to face their own karma. It's not your karma, it's theirs. It's not your problem anymore. If you can move past it, it's now theirs. Look at it as a gift to yourself of freedom. Look at it as a gift to yourself as liberation and abundance and joy because that energy, let me tell you, that energy is dense. That energy is heavy and it will weigh you down. By letting go and moving on and allowing yourself to raise your own frequency and your own vibration, you are going to allow yourself to attract positive things into your life that make you feel good. We do have a choice. The choice is always as we are the gatekeeper. People might do something to you, but you have a choice about how you feel. You have a choice to be free or you have a choice to suffer because those negative feelings do not make us feel good, but they do make us suffer. So whether it's how you feel, whether it's negative whether it's how you feel, whether it's positive, you know, this really does make a difference on what you attract. Your feelings make all the difference to what you attract into your life. The anger, the anxiety feels horrible. Now, if you want to choose to empower yourself by using forgiveness as a tool to create transformation in your life, you are taking back the power here. You are freeing yourself from this negative experience and taking back your power and alchemizing that into something that you can use for good. So when we hold on to suffering, it really does play out that story in our mind. And this is point three, by the way, (laughs) moving on to point three. When we hold on to suffering, it plays out a narrative and story in our mind. Those stories are what stop us from releasing our fears and moving past our bad habits and sabotaging efforts to create the life that we want. And I'm going to repeat that again. The stories that we are holding on to and playing out as a narrative in our mind are what stop us from moving past our fears, releasing those bad habits, letting go of those bad habits and our sabotaging behavior. When we replay our suffering over and over again, we actually not only lose power, but we leak our energy. That person who hurts you did not only hurt you at the time, but they are still hurting you now and you are allowing them to do that. When you're playing victim, when you're slipping into victim mindset, when you are in the energy of victimhood, you are literally giving that person the power. So like I said, this is about not only taking your power, but this is about owning your shit. This is about owning your victimhood. This is about owning the situation and saying, fuck yes, they did what they did, but there's no way that I am going to suffer for the rest of my life. I'm going to take that situation and I'm going to take my power and I'm going to become so fucking powerful because that's the gift that I am going to give to myself in all of this. And I am going to make something of myself. I'm either going to learn from this that's going to help me, learn anything that's going to help me, or I'm just going to get stronger. And I'm going to get more resilient than ever because you are in control with the way you feel and you can decide how you want to live. You are always in control of how you feel and you always have the choice of what you want to make of your life. So how do you want to feel? Ask yourself that question. How do you want to feel? Because you're in control of your perceptions. You're in control of your reactions. You're in control of your awareness, your emotions. You are in control of everything. No one else, just you. 
but you have to step up and you have to claim that shit, okay? You have to step up and claim it because no one else is going to come and save you. No one else is going to come and take that for you. No one else is going to claim that for you. It is down to you. So moving on to my next point, a lot of fear comes up, okay? Whenever we look at expanding or growing or doing anything new in our life, and a lot of fear comes up when it comes to forgiving people. Now, you might be thinking, because you forgave them, it's all okay. But listen, every experience that we have is a gift to expand and evolve. So even though that fear is coming up for you, you don't need to fear that. Because every time we move past it, it is another gift. It is another opportunity. It is another stepping stone towards our happiness, contentment, fulfillment, and success. And an opportunity to expand and evolve. And our soul comes to this life to evolve. Now, you don't need to fear anything. You can feel immense pain and suffering and literally spin gold out of it. No matter how bad the experience, we can actually cultivate strength or cultivate anything that is going to make us stronger in that situation. You always can cultivate strength from your suffering. You don't have nothing to fear. So if fear is coming up for you, remind yourself that you don't need to fear anything. This is an opportunity. And as always, I like to use the word gift, but it really is a gift from the universe to you. It's a gift from your soul to you to expand in this lifetime, which brings me nicely onto my next point, which is soul contracts. You know, I am going to do a whole podcast on soul contracts, but we can literally choose every negative situation and circumstance so we can learn the lessons that we need to learn to evolve, to grow and develop. Our soul makes contracts with all the people that have hurt you. Before you're incarnated in this lifetime, your soul literally says to people, hey, um, can you do this for me? I want you to push all my buttons so I can learn the gift or the lesson of suffering, so I can learn the lesson of grief, so I can learn the lesson of jealousy, so I can learn the lesson of heartache, you know. Your soul has chosen every situation in this lifetime before you even came here. So we can be grateful for that bad experience. And soul contracts personally give me a lot of peace because every time that I have been hurt in my life, I remind myself that my soul chose this, you know, for the evolution of my soul, because our soul actually evolves a lot better in human form than what it does in spirit form. It can't really evolve without these lessons, without these feelings and emotions that we can only experience when we are human, you know, like imagine, um, what is it? Follow the yellow brick road. Yeah. You know, um, Dorothy, you know, when you have, is it the tin man with no heart? He can't feel anything, you know, and he wants a heart so he can feel. And this is, I always think of this, it comes up in my mind. Now you might not resonate with this, but this is how I resonated with it. And my Akashic record reading. So for those of you that aren't familiar with the Akashic records, I'm also going to do a podcast on this. The Akashic record is a record of every experience and everything that's ever happened in the universe. And we can actually access this record, Akashic record readers, I'm currently doing my training to be a Akashic, an Akashic record um, reader. Um, Akashic record readers can access the records and they can pull out um, different lifetimes and different experience, experiences that have happened to you. So when you go to an Akashic record reader, you can ask them like, okay, so why, for example, why do I always ha have um, bad luck when it comes to love? Why am I unlucky in love? And they might pull out a past life and they might say to you, well, in your past life, you did this, you did this, this, and this, and you need to heal that 
in order to move past that block in this lifetime because we can be blocked in this life through things that have happened to us in our past lives. And I had a huge, huge block. So when I went to my Akashic Record reading, um, I actually didn't realize that I was getting in so deep and I ended up being given a horrendous story of my past life, like brutal. I'm not going to go into it in this podcast because I think it's going to take a whole podcast. Um, So I will tell you about my Akashic Record reading. And if you want to know more about it, please do let me know if you want to hear about my Akashic Record reading and how my past life, in my past life, my soul was sacrificed, um, how my soul was broken, completely broken, and and lots of bad things happened to me um, in that one lifetime. And it blocked me in this life and I had to actually heal that and bring that suffering from that life into this life so I could move past it and it was a very painful time for me and it was about two years ago actually no maybe a year ago um but you know I knew that my soul had chose that for a reason in that life my soul chose to explore that darkness for a reason so there has to always be a lesson and the wound of separation You know, the wound of separation is that we believe that we are not all connected energetically, which we are because we are all energetically connected and we all come from the same energy source, which is source, you know. And the biggest struggle that we have is believing that we are all separate, not only from one another, but from source itself. When we're hating on someone else, it's actually because we are hating on ourselves. And that causes only more pain and suffering in our lives. So the bottom line is that it is hard to create. It is hard to attract. It is hard to manifest, you know. It is hard to do any of that when we are holding on to negativity. So forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for the things that you've done in the past. Forgive yourself because you would have chosen these things for a reason and forgive others because you would have chosen to experience that trauma for a reason. Sometimes we just don't admit that we are holding on to resentment. And when we don't admit that we are holding on to resentment, we are creating a prison for ourselves. And that prison is created from not letting go. So my question to you is, what heavy baggage are you holding on to? What heavy baggage are you holding on to that is weighing you down? Are you feeling the weight and the density of all those negative emotions of anger, of bitterness, of resentment? Are you struggling to forgive someone for what they've done for you, done to you? Are you struggling to forgive someone else for what they've done to you? Are you struggling to forgive yourself for some of the decisions that you've made in the past? So this means no regrets, guys, no regrets, you know, like we need to let go of those regrets because they block us. Are you feeling a lot of trapped emotions that you haven't released because of something that some someone has done to you in the past? Do you feel certain emotions rise for you when you go to certain places? Do you feel that memory of what someone's done to you when you hear a song on the radio or, you know, when something, you go somewhere or you bump into someone that reminds you? Is there something that you need to let go of? Do you need to cut some energetic cords and do you need to move on? Because we, when we have these experiences with people, like, for example, I had a soul retrieval, um, 
maybe three years ago now. And it was a really deep soul retrieval in my heart. And for those of you that aren't aware, when we, um, I'm going to give you an example now. This is the best way for me to explain it. So I was in a quite an abusive relationship when I was 18 for five years. And when we split, it was very sudden, you know, I had to like leave him and I had to kind of run away from him and it was hard and it was tough. And it was a really traumatic time for me. And I didn't realize that I had a little bit of PTSD for like a long, long time, most of my life actually, without realizing that I hadn't dealt with it. But what happens is when we have these kind of relationships, like he had a little piece of my soul and I had a little piece of his soul. And we had, we have soul fragments. So when you go through these traumas, your soul fragments and it kind of leaves bits of your soul in places, in timelines, in people, into other souls. So you become a little bit less and less whole and that trauma leaves its mark on you. So when I had this soul retrieval, I was retrieving all those parts of my soul that he still had and giving back. Even though in my mind, I was over this person, I'd moved on, I was in a new relationship. Like he was nothing to me, you know, I didn't even have feelings or emotions for him. But energetically, there was still some fragments, there was still a cord that had to be cut. And I had to retrieve some parts of my soul from him. And, you know, we give away little pieces of our soul all the time. We give away little pieces of ourselves to others all the time. Every time that you do something for someone else, at the detriment of your own happiness and fulfillment and contentment, you essentially are giving away a little piece of yourself to that person, you know. Every time you let someone do something to you, every time you sacrifice your own happiness because you're afraid of losing someone, every time you let someone take the piss, every time you let someone abuse you mentally, emotionally, whether it's narcissistic abuse, you know. Every time you sacrifice yourself for someone else, you are giving away a little piece of your soul to them and you become less and less whole as time goes on. And when we do these soul retrieval healings, which is something that I actually offer, um, you know, we leave we leave a lot of our soul fragments in different layers of the earth, um, in the different planetary layers of the planetary consciousness because earth, you know, Mother Earth, she has her own consciousness. And, you know, I offer a healing where we can retrieve those lost soul fragments through different traumas that have happened in different past lifetimes and different timelines, you know. So this is another way that we can reclaim lost parts of our soul. But, you know, our soul, in essence, when it was first created without before the trauma would have been perfectly created it would have been you know it wouldn't have been fragmented but as we go through lifetimes and trauma and experiences and we experience these lessons we lose little fragments of our soul so through healing and through energy work we can reclaim those parts of us those lost parts of us but you know is there someone that maybe has those little lost parts of you that you need to do the work and maybe reclaim those parts of yourself back? Have you lost yourself to people in past relationships? Have you lost yourself to people in past experiences? And do you need to maybe reclaim those parts of yourself? And part of that will be forgiveness. Part of that will be letting go, moving on um, before you even move to any of that deeper work. So yeah, the question is, do you need to practice more forgiveness in your life? Do you need to become more forgiving towards situations that have happened in your life? Do you need to start including this forgiveness into your life? Because there's different ways that we can forgive people. And I'm going to give you a really quick tip now. Um, 
there's lots of ways that we can do it. But, you know, forgiving people and letting go generally is associated around the full moon because that's a really powerful time to let go. It's the end of a cycle. And as we start a new cycle with the new moon, you know, we're cyclic beings. We work with nature. We are part of nature, whether you believe in it or not. You're a human and you're a part of nature. We're animals, right? We're part of the animal kingdom. Um, so, you know, we it's it's beneficial to be in that rhythm of nature. And sometimes the new moon is the beginning of a new cycle where we plant our seeds to what we want to manifest and what we want to bring into our lives and what we want to create in our lives. And the full moon is the end of a cycle where we let go. So it's a really, really powerful time to let go of things that you're holding on to that aren't serving you. Not only anger and resentment, but maybe bad habits and toxic cycles of behavior and negative behaviors or thought patterns or processes. You know, it's a really powerful time to let that shit go. Also, it's a really, really powerful time to forgive people. So I like to sometimes do a ceremony where I write down all the people that I need to forgive, what they've done to me. And I like to sit down and create a safe space, a meditative space. And, you know, first of all, ground and connect, imagining roots growing down from the bottoms of my feet or from my sit bones deep, deep down into the earth, with every breath, letting them get bigger, with every exhale, letting them get stronger, going deeper and deeper until they reach the center of the earth's core and start to wrap around the earth's core. So you're really rooted and held by the, by the earth, you know, and protected and supported by Mother Earth. And then I like to um, really become into a nice meditative state. Focusing on the breath is a really good way to do that, starting to really deepen the breath and bring your awareness to the breath. So we start to lose that clutter of the mind or empty the clutter of the mind. And then starting to visualize each person um, in a pink bubble and just seeing them in front of me, telling them that I forgive you and actually meaning it. <laughs> I forgive you, sending them love, sending them positive vibes, how whatever resonates for you. I'm not going to tell you word for word how to do this because I really believe that spiritual practice is a very personal practice. And, um, you know, we're all on an individual journey. And that's really important to me. I don't believe that one size fits all and you have to do it a certain way. I think, you know, doing it in your own words and your own way that resonates for you is really important, but fucking mean it, you know, and then visualizing that pink bubble just floating off into the distance. And, you know, that's a, just one way of how you can do it. Another way is how you can write down everything and then burn it and actually watch the transmutation. When I say transmutation, that's moving the energy from the physical, which is the reality, which is the 3D written down into the smoke, seeing it disperse and actually really feeling and watching that transmutation of energy as it transmutes from low vibrational energy into high vibrational energy, which is transmuting from anger and bitter and resentment into love and forgiveness. Um, not saying that, you know, you don't, like I said, that person did that wrong thing to you and not taking that away from you, but you're moving on. Um, so that's another way of doing it. And also, you know, actually doing different ceremonies. There's lots of different ways that you can do it. I'm just going to give you those couple just to get you going. Um, feel free to do your own research. Feel free to contact me if you are looking to do any um, energetic healings with retrieving your soul from the planetary consciousness, the one that I spoke about earlier. Or if you really want some help with cutting cords and forgiveness, feel free to reach out for me up to me. I'm always here to help. You can contact me on my Instagram or on the show notes. Um, I'll put a link as well. But, you know, really um, making that a practice, that's a really powerful time to do it. And 
you will notice how much baggage you let go of, how much stuff you release. You will notice the impact that that has on your life. And that is going to free you. And that is going to give you more space for alignment, for flow, to bring in energy into your life, to attract, to manifest, to really, really um, create what your soul came here to create. And it's going to make your soul more whole, more full, and you're going to feel more alive in that moment. So, you know, that's my take on forgiveness. That is um, my little pearl to give you on forgiveness and why I think it's so important and why I believe that forgiveness really is a powerful practice to allow you to improve your life to improve manifestation, to improve relationships, to improve your physical situations um, through the powerful practice of forgiveness. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, I'm so glad to have this podcast. I absolutely love talking on this podcast. Please feel free to let me know if there's anything that you want to learn about or you want to chat about. I've got some really exciting guests coming up on the show for you soon. And yeah, I can't wait to hear from you. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Hello, I can't thank you enough for joining me today on the Your Soul Is Calling podcast. I hope you've had some inspiration and big takeaways from today's discussion. If you have, please rate and review this podcast because it really means so much to me. And let's connect on Instagram. Feel free to screenshot this episode, share to your stories and tag me if you feel called to. I absolutely love sharing this podcast with you and I'm looking forward to connecting with you in the future. In the meantime, don't forget to listen to yourself, connect with yourself and connect with your soul soul.